responsibility, taking charge of your health, the first step in how to achieve real health. In today's episode, you will discover how taking responsibility for your health can truly make a difference in all areas of your life and get practical tips for the next steps in your journey. Journey to Health is a podcast dedicated to achieving real health in all areas of our lives, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual. How do you overcome adversity that has turned your life upside down? Do you want to be healthy, but are overwhelmed, confused, and don't know where to start? Are you frustrated because you believe you're doing everything right? yet you are still not healthy. If you are searching for answers to these questions, you have come to the right place. The Journey to Health podcast series will help you discover how to achieve real health, overcome adversity, and not just survive, but thrive. Travel with me on our journey to health. Are you ready? Buckle up and let's go. Hi, everyone. This is Jan Schleicher. Welcome to Episode 2 of the Journey to Health podcast, Responsibility, Resolve to Take Charge of Your Health. In the first episode, I talked about my personal journey to health. I shared how I hit black ice and crashed into a tree at over 60 miles an hour, and my life changed in a split second. After the accident, I looked back over my life and started thinking about what is health and why is it important to be healthy. I realized how my thoughts about what health is have drastically changed. Based on the ups and downs of my journey, I developed the acronym REAL, R-E-A-L, that encompasses my four steps to real health. R is responsibility, E, encouragement, A, attitude, and L, learning. Step number one is resolve to take responsibility for your health. You are unique. What works for others may not work for you. You must make the commitment to keep searching to find what works for you and do it. As I was recovering from the accident, I realized I had to take charge along with my family. I realized that how well I recovered depended on me doing my part. I had to do the exercises twice a day to maintain my strength. I had to eat right. I had to have a positive attitude. One of my lessons learned, and there were many, is you have to take charge of your health. I know what you're saying. It's like, I don't want to. My plate is full. I'm overwhelmed. There's so much happening, especially in the midst of adversity. But I encourage you, do it. Another thing I learned is you cannot rely on doctors alone. Yes, I had amazing doctors. I mentioned Dr. Galpke in the last episode, who was my surgeon, But I had to find the best ophthalmologist for my eyes. I discovered Dr. Rorty, who did the surgery. 
He had the skill that I needed, but I had appointments with three different ophthalmologists before I found him. I had to continue searching. Who's the right person for me? And I encourage you to do the same. You have to be proactive. You have to find the best doctors and take that responsibility and find what works for you. I know you're going to get tired of hearing that, especially in this episode, but I encourage you to do it. I found the best ophthalmologist. I also found the best surgeon for my hip replacement. I kept searching. I found the best occupational therapist and physical therapist for my therapy. I had limited range of motion in my arm, and I did everything I could to increase that range of motion. I remember going down to Florida and searching for a physical therapist down there. I found an excellent therapist. She helped me so much. I remember I had to wear this, what I call a contraption. It was a thing I put on my arm every night and I hated it. But she said it would help me increase my range of motion and it did. I wore it for, I don't know, two or three months. I did everything I could and I Now I can do the two things I really wanted to be able to do. I wanted to be able to clean my ears and put a necklace on. Doing earrings is a little bit tougher, but I can do those. I just kept going. I developed a spirit of resilience, a spirit of perseverance. I was going to do this. And I encourage you, find what works for you, not only for the medical things like this was, but also for just your lifestyle changes that you want to make. Diet and exercise, find what works for you. I talked about in the last episode, my ups and downs and diet roulette. I needed to change my lifestyle. There's no magic bullet. I had to do the work and I had to find what worked for me. I talked also about what health is and why it is important. We have to figure that out for ourselves. We can't rely on our friends who tried this diet or we can't rely on maybe our family. But even then, we still have to be the one that does it. We're the one that has to take charge and do it. Now, I'm going to try not to say that so much because I know you're like, oh, but I encourage you, please just keep going, keep listening to the episode and just think about what areas can you start taking charge of. We'll talk more about that later. One of the things, too, that I had to do is find the best resources. I know the internet is overwhelming. So much information and so much conflicting information. You have to find people you can trust. Find the best information and resources. Based on my experience, I trust Dr. Mercola. Just so you know, he is not affiliated with this podcast at all. But I trust him and his articles and resources and products available at Mercola.com. You have to find the people you can trust. It's going to be hit or miss at first, but you will find them. Just keep searching. I don't ever want to give the impression that I am perfect because I am not at all. I had to do these things, and some of them I did kicking and screaming, but I did them. 
And I want to share them with you now because they helped me. And I hope they will help you too. Find what works for you. Okay. As we are taking responsibility, it is important to remember that there are things we need to accept that we have no control over. The accident happened. I cannot change that. I was going to be in a wheelchair until I was able to walk on both ankles and my surgeon cleared me. But I found that the serenity prayer was so powerful. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. It is all about taking responsibility for the things you can control. You control your attitude. You control your diet and exercise. You control what resources you search for. If you start developing that mindset right now, you will find it so freeing and empowering. As part of helping you take responsibility for your health, I developed what I call the tips for your journey to real health. If you go to my website, thejourneytohealth.net, and sign up for my email list, you can download them and follow along. You've probably heard of these tips many times before. They are a culmination of what I've learned probably the last 15 years. They were what I typically thought of as health before I realized that there were so many more components to health. They're a good foundation for achieving optimal physical health and will benefit all the areas of health. I'm going to go through them quickly. If you download the tips, it will be easier to follow along and refer back to at a later point. Tip number one, drink pure water. Our body is on average 55 to 60% water. You can go for weeks without food, but you cannot go for more than a few days without water. It's essential for every part of our body. It impacts brain function and mood. It affects our joints and muscles, helps flush out toxins, carry nutrients. You guys know this, right? But it's hard to drink that water sometimes. We're like, oh, it's just too much water. But I encourage you, start by drinking a little more each day until you reach your optimum amount. There's differing things about how much water to drink. Again, find what works for you. And a good way to tell you're getting enough water is that your urine is a light yellow or colorless and doesn't smell strong or it isn't dark. Listen to your body to determine if you're properly hydrated. There are some tests available that can help. There's other tips, you know, like using um, glass or stainless steel, try to avoid plastic, try to filter your water. Again, these are things that are common sense. And I also encourage you as I go through this list, don't get overwhelmed. Just pick the ones that you think would be helpful. If the water one's striking you right now, go, hmm, that could be something I really need to start drinking more water. Number two, eat real food whole food that is in its natural state, not processed. This includes lots of vegetables, limited fruit. Try to get them local and organic if you can. Better yet, start your own organic garden. My husband has been organic gardening for 40 years probably and literally wrote the book on organic gardening. And I love, love going out to our garden and getting that fresh produce that I know is so good for me. Eat pasture-raised meat and Alaskan wild salmon. I know 
you could be saying, I don't have the money, Jan, that's really expensive. But I guarantee you in the long term, you will save in medical bills and just in being able to be healthier and do the things that you want to do. I've also found that when you start to eat healthy, you start not buying some things like soda, or as we say in Michigan here, pop, but you will also find that you will save money on your groceries when you stop buying some of the bad processed food and start buying the better food. You can get it on sale and freeze it. I do that a lot. I get blueberries when they're in season, flash freeze them, and then keep them for a later point. There are things you can do, but I encourage you really to try to eat whole food. Use raw honey and pure maple syrup in moderation. Eat the healthy fats like avocados. Some people are sensitive to dairy. Others aren't. Some people are sensitive to gluten. Others aren't. I think most of us have at least maybe a tiny bit of sensitivity to gluten, but you find what works for you. Others can eat gluten with no problem. I do encourage you to drink natural beverages and eliminate soda, both regular and diet. We could talk a lot about that, but that's one of the big ones that I really think can make a big difference. Number three, get enough sleep. Most adults require seven to nine hours of sleep per night. Try to be outside at least 30 minutes during the day. Go to sleep at the same time every night, including weekends. You guys know these things, right? These are just common sense. But we know them, but we don't do them oftentimes. I also encourage you to try to not use your electronics at least an hour before bed. That can make a difference as well. Number four, eliminate toxins. You have to eliminate toxins already in the body. There are some vegetables that can help that. Uh, Some people find that kale, broccoli, garlic, parsley, cilantro, cabbage, and onions can help in that. Again, everyone's different, so you have to find what works for you. Next, you have to stop putting toxins in your body. Start by breathing as much pure air as you can. In most areas, outside air is better than inside air. Again, lots of things here. Um, The toxins from pesticides and herbicides, there is an excellent website called Environmental Working Group, or it's ewg.org. Every year, they put out a dirty dozen list of the top fruits and vegetables that have the most pesticides. Definitely try to buy those organic. I've learned to find natural products in deodorant, soaps, shampoos. I stopped coloring my hair. I thought, I am not going to put that stuff on my hair anymore. There are a number of alternatives that are natural, and I encourage you again, search, do your research, look online, and find what works for you. Okay, number five, this is a good one. Don't worry, be happy, have fun, and laugh. It's been proven that happy people are healthier than sad people. Now, that makes sense. Stress, anxiety, and worry cause your body to manufacture cortisol. This is good in a fight or flight when you're running from the bear, but long term, it causes lots of problems. There are many techniques to ease your stress, including prayer, meditation, deep breathing, massage, exercise, soothing music, emotional freedom technique, if you look that up. 
hobbies, having fun. But I have found one of the best is laugh and then laugh and laugh some more as laughter truly is one of the best medicines. There's so many things. It actually improves your heart, your lungs. It releases endorphins. Lots of things. Lots of good benefits. I remember with the healthy nuts, we always said we had to have 10 belly laughs at least. Well, when we got together, we at least had 10 belly laughs and often many, many more. But focus on having fun and laughing. It just makes such a difference. Find who really makes you laugh. In my case, I am dating myself here, but I used to watch Johnny Carson all the time, and I have his set of DVDs. Have fun, laugh, don't worry, be happy. Number six, use natural supplements and remedies, making sure you get them from a reputable source. Okay, that's very important. Again, I use Mercola.com. There's others as well that are very good. Most Americans are deficient in vitamin D. If you are unable to get at least 20 to 30 minutes of direct sunlight per day, you may wish to supplement with vitamin D3. It is important to get your vitamin D levels tested regularly to ensure that you are at the optimal level. Although everyone has different needs, many people also require supplemental magnesium, zinc, calcium, omega-3s, and vitamins A, B, C, and E as well as CoQ10 or ubiquinol if you're over 50. Investigate natural remedies, including essential oils, herbs, and Epsom salts. Find what works for you. I know I can hear it, Jan. I'm getting tired of that. But please, I encourage you. It's a different mindset because I think we're all like, oh, oh, my friend is doing this and oh, great. It's going to work for me. And, or look at this, you know, isn't this great? Now this is the magic pill. And it's not. Okay. On to number seven, exercise. You don't need fancy equipment or a gym membership. A 30 minute brisk walk every day is a good way to start. You've heard these things. Take the stairs instead of the elevator, park far away from your store or office and walk. All good advice, by the way, because you want to keep moving. Try to include aerobic, anaerobic, and strength training in your routine. Avoid sitting as much as possible. They're actually finding now that it's movement that's the most important, that sitting has very detrimental effects when you sit for long periods of time. Make exercise a priority and put it into your daily schedule. Those are the seven tips for your journey to real health. I encourage you, just take a look. Just what are one or two things that you could implement right away? Don't get overwhelmed. Don't try to do it. This is a process, okay? This was over 15 years, basically, that I learned these things. One step at a time on the journey. Another part of responsibility includes looking for healing in all areas of your life, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual. It was so cool when I, I saw this somewhere and I thought, wow, heal is the first four letters of the word health. I'm like, boy, that just kind of hit me. Like I know, you know how you see things all the time, but it didn't register. Like, yeah, that's pretty cool. 
And I realized you have to be healed in all areas of your life in order to achieve optimal health. I discovered on my journey to health, if you're in good shape and normal weight, but you have emotional baggage of bitterness, anger, resentment, unforgiveness, maybe other people's expectations, you will likely need to heal from these emotional wounds that may be affecting your physical, mental, and spiritual health. If you're always striving to find happiness but never achieve it, you may need spiritual healing, which includes finding joy, contentment, strength, comfort, hope, and peace. Or you may not be overweight and you may exercise, but your thoughts, beliefs, and attitudes are keeping you from achieving your optimal physical health. Or you could love your job and be comfortable financially, but you will not truly be healthy because of the physical effects of stress on your body. We've only begun to scratch the surface of healing and its effects on health. I'm going to be talking about healing and specific tips and finding what works for you and so much more in the upcoming episodes. I will also be including some of my favorite sites and resources. In summary, we just talked about finding the best medical care and not giving up until you do. Resolving to follow the tips for real health that work for you. Recognize the areas that you need healing that will help you take charge of your health. But I must caution you, sometimes it will be overwhelming and very frustrating and very confusing. You may just want to give up, but I encourage you to persevere and be resilient. I included the word resolve in this step on purpose. You have to have resolve and determination to keep on going. It is worth it. As I always say to my granddaughter, you can do it. Let's travel on the journey together. At the end of each podcast episode, I do what is called a compass point. It's where I encourage you to take a look at where you are right now. Take that compass point and determine where do you want to go. Today's compass point is reflect on how well you are doing following the first step, resolve to take charge of your health. This step includes finding what works for you, including identifying one or two tips for your real health journey that will help you now and evaluating the areas in your life that may need healing before you can achieve optimal health, whether they be physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual as well as relational, financial, and vocational. Stop and think about what could you do immediately that will help you on your journey to health. I have learned that this first step is crucial to traveling successfully on my journey to real health as we take responsibility and take charge of our health. It lays the foundation for the other three steps that I will be revealing in upcoming episodes. Travel with me on our journey to real health together as we focus on all areas of health. I am still traveling upon this journey and will continue to as long as I am alive and would love to travel with you. As I like to say, it's an adventure. I would love to hear from you as you travel your health journey. Email me at jan at thejourneytohealth.net and check out my website, thejourneytohealth.net. 
If you like this podcast, please subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, and tell all your friends. If you really like this podcast, please rate it five stars. It will help me reach more people to travel with me on this journey to achieve real health in all areas of our lives. And most importantly, celebrate life each and every day. 